Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. Hello. Welcome back to Mountain Wedding Talk. It's been a crazy two months for me, at least. I know that, you know, the wedding season is just upon us. And July, um, August, September. Just, oh my gosh. <laughs> so Eric and I, we just have these amazing episodes coming up that I believe we have not touched upon. And I think they're a little, little different than what you would normally hear, but we love to touch upon. We're different. You know, we're, we're two crazy planners based in Wyoming and Montana. And we're here today what is it? July 5th. Oh my gosh. Happy July 4th, everyone. Welcome back. Hope you had a great one. So what are we talking about today? Oh my gosh. I think it's a fabulous episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Sorry. We're just coming back off of what, well, we consider this a four day weekend, whatever. You know, lots of sun, lots of sparklers, fireworks, barbecues, smelling like smoke, too much right. sun. So today we're talking about wedding planning for the introverted types of people. So, you know, we all know that wedding planning can be overwhelming for people who are, you know, not introverted. And there's a lot of, I'm coming across a lot of um, couples that, you know, they don't want to be the center of everything. They don't want to say their vows, their personal vows in front of people. Um, they don't, they're not really keen on the whole first dance thing because they don't want to be in the center of the world. Um, so, you know, it, it seems like everybody kind of forgets about them a little bit. So do you have, have you run across... Oh gosh, <clears throat> I've tried to ask the couple to turn around just even in the ceremony piece to do that quick, take a picture of us, yeah. now put your phones away. They go, no, it's already hard enough to be up front, right. you know, and, and they are getting away from the head tables because then they feel like they're in center stage, um, but they're shy, you know, right. very, very shy. And you, <clears throat> and that's where your photographer, oh my gosh. So if you don't get that shyness, you know, you're going to notice that on their photographs, but. Well, and what, I mean, photographers are really good. If, if you know, if people, photographers know that a lot of people are not comfortable getting their pictures taken. So, you know, they work, if they're doing your um, engagement pictures, they're really good about, you know, getting comfortable in front of the camera and, and not doing the posy posy, whatever. But I've had a lot of, of people that, you know, they don't want to do their vows and say, you know, personal, intimate things in front of a bazillion people. So yeah. I've, I've been recommending to people that do a first look and say those vows to each other during the first look with no one around. Yeah, and then that way, you know, you still get that, that time. It's private between the two of you. And then you can just do the standard whatever in front of everybody else. You know, very, very mm -hmm. cut dry. The officiant tells you what to say. You repeat it. <laughs> and we're good. Fabulous. Um, so we're going to go through a little bit about how to navigate 
through the planning process and the ceremony for those who do not like to be in front of the world on display. So um, the first thing that's really important is to define your priorities. You know, you need to take time to discuss and prioritize what elements of the wedding are most important to you. You want to focus on the aspects that align with your values and preferences, such as a smaller guest list, meaningful, meaningful personal touches, or, you know, a low key venue. So, and that's where that would come in with, you know, maybe doing um, your vows to each other on a first look. Uh, you know, the, the, the venues, some venues can be very overwhelming, <laughs> but you were just, before we, we recorded, you were talking about, um, a venue that you did that was very quaint and small that you just did. Last yes. Time. And it, you know, and it was in Wilson, Wyoming. And what I liked about it was this was a group of 40 guests and really it was just family, family and, yeah. and, and very close friends. And that intimate guest list was really the perfect setting. Yeah. And I loved I mean, it. And I think that's where, you know, to create the intimate guest list is probably one of the most important things. You know, if if you don't like to be on display and, and you're kind of like, you get very overwhelmed. Um, I, I know um, as introverts it's very easy to get overwhelmed. And when you have a hundred, 200 people all wanting to come up to you, it's, it's just like, you know, you kind of shut down. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, you know, keep it small, you know, do your, your closest family and friends, like you said, and it'll, it'll be more comfortable and it'll be more relaxed for you. And that way you can just enjoy the company and not have to worry about all those things. You know. Yeah, because one of the things that was really cool was the fact that they did pictures. Yeah, and they did portraits with everyone. See, so right? That was you were, cool. and you were able to. Yeah, and so the whole reception room left because yeah. they were going to go take pictures, and I started laughing. I'm going, "Oh, that's so cool!" You know, the <laughs> it was like, "Wow, everybody's important. They're going to be part of these portraits," and they did feel special. Right. They go, I guess family. Okay, we get to go out. Right. And that's, you know, to find a wedding venue that does something like that, that is, you know, um, you mentioned a schoolhouse, um, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, it's a historic schoolhouse, so quaint. Right, right. Um, you know, we've, we've, there's some restaurants, I don't know, are, do you have any restaurants that are down there that people have done weddings at? I know that there are, yes. there's some that, you know, yes. it's because it's a little more into it. Um, boutique hotels, private yeah. estates, um, mm -hmm. or garden setting, you know, just something that does, the parks are good for that as well. Yeah. Because and you can I, only have a certain amount of people. Yeah, and we have actually some Airbnbs that allow yeah. um, wings. And so that works out well for the family. You know, they'll just get nice 3,000 square foot Airbnb and have it in the backyard. Yeah. So yeah, cool. and it's it's hard to find those though. Yes. Because we've had there's a new one um in the Missoula area that just opened up this year. And you know, it's because they're becoming more sought after 
mm-hmm. that people are wanting to do that. And a lot of the Airbnb owners are a little hesitant because, you know, people, they, you know, they invite 75, hundred people. And next thing you know, you know, the place is trashed. So, but I think for, you know, 25, 30 people, um, I think that's, I think it works. Yeah. Cause I have a wedding coming up that actually is an Airbnb. And, um, I think the Airbnb is about 5,000 square feet Yeah, and 25 people. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's, that's great. Um, yeah. you know, talk to your vendors about your needs, um, communicate clearly that your preferences and the boundaries that you have as introverts, uh, let them know that you value privacy in the quiet moments and how they can accommodate you. So you want to make sure that they respect your boundaries. And this comes up a lot with, you know, photos and posting on social media, because, you know, I, I just recently, um, I've got a, a group on Facebook that I posed the question um, a couple of weeks ago is, you know, do you mind when vendors post your pictures? Mm, Or or are you okay with some pictures or pictures, but just not us? Or, you know, do you want to call TMZ and, and, you know, (laughs) have it brought to the world. And it's, it's interesting because of course, a majority of the people, you know, they want everything on display. They want everything on social media, but I've had several, several uh, couples that said, I don't want my pictures on social media. I don't want, you know, this is my private. We don't get on social media. I don't want them. Um, or, you know, for whatever reason, and it doesn't matter what the reason is. It's the fact that you don't want, you know, it out there. I I totally understand social Mm -hmm. media is a horrible place. (laughs) I'm going to do a whole episode one day on just like how horrible social media is to people and what it's doing to society. But I, re- I digress. So, you know, if yeah. you're, if your vendors can't um, appreciate and understand and respect your wishes with, with keeping things uh, more private than, you know, then they're not your vendor. Um you know, I've had couples where I've signed NDAs because you are not going to post anything. Okay. Like that's fine. Um, make sure that you schedule breaks and alone time because it's very overwhelming. Um, even, even if you have a smaller group, you still, you know, you need to, decompress. I mean, people, um, I'm, I'm not exactly an introvert. I can be, I'm, I think I'm like an introvert extrovert or something. I understand both sides. And I know there's times when I go out and it's overwhelming and it's just, it's too much. And I just need like alone time. So yeah, I value my alone time. So, you know, make sure that you know, if you have a planner or if you don't have a planner, just make sure that you 
get away. Um, we always, I know Patricia, you do this too, is after the ceremony, um, you know, after the, the big pictures and stuff, and before they go into the reception, we always schedule, you know, five, 10 minutes for the couple to just go someplace private, have a moment to themselves, um, you know, have that, oh my gosh, we're married moment. And are we ready to go in and, you know, take a deep breath and let's go finish this night out. So um, just, you know, make, make that appreciate the day. I know because, you know, that's, I, I'd always remind the couples that um, the day goes so quick, it does. you know, and it's a blur and I just go, gosh, you know, um, that's why I like the efficient side too, is that I get to spend a little extra time yeah, intimately and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of couples that just go, it takes everything for me to just walk down that aisle and be in front of all those it's okay. a lot. This is, this is, I just, I just saw this. Okay. So consider taking short walks, find mm. a private space at the venue and even designate an introvert corner. So I that, love that. things oh get gosh. overwhelmed, you can just be like, you know what? We're going to go over here. Yeah. And, and you don't even have to tell anybody where it is. I did have a couple actually that did that. Um, all of a sudden, because they told me ahead of time, they're like, just know there might be a time when we just disappear. And I'm like, you know what? It's your party. It's your wedding. You do what you want. Like, I'm just fine. And they just go and nobody knew where this space was. Good. They they were going to tell me and I was like, you know what? You can tell me just in case something happens. But other than that, nobody knows this. Um, So that they could just kind of go and it was, you know, back behind the barn um there was a bench and that's where they sat uh just to get away from everything throughout mm. the night so you know and, and in addition to that i like to take the couples like away from the venue if they get, can have a nice vantage point from far away right and just look down at all the hustle bustle that's going on right and remind them, hey this is all for you and you're quietly just enjoying it from afar yeah yeah that's a good idea Super cool. I like it. But yeah, I, you know, like you said, designate a person, designate a planner to help you right. get through this. And that's <clears> one <throat> of the reasons why people, you know, hire a planner or a coordinator mm-hmm. or, you know, have that person uh, just to handle all the logistics. Um, it's, it's to someone who is more on the introverted side, just to be there is a lot. And then you've yes. got vendors coming up to you and Ugh. people coming up to you and like this happened and this happened and what do we do here? And what, and it's just like, oh my gosh, stop. Overload. I don't yeah. want to do this. I'm going to go over here and dance or something. I know. Um, so, yes, I like that. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's just to avoid that extra stress because yes. as an introvert, it is already stressful. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and that's one of those, um, even if you have like, I know, and I know you do this too. um, I always ask the couple, okay, who are your people that I can go to during the day that if I need a question answered or, you know, I need a decision made that I can't make. 
And yes. it's usually, you know, the the maid of honor, the best man, the best person, you know, the sister, the brother, whatever. And that way, if something happens, we're not going to the couple. Like that's not, that's not their job on that day is to make, they've already made decisions. So yep. they, don't, they don't need to know that a pipe burst or anything or that the, the porta potty ran out of water or we don't have enough forks. We don't have enough spoons. Where's the napkins? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't give me crazy. Um, technology, you know, use that, um, especially with communication. I know that there are some couples that they do not want to get on the phone. They don't want to talk on the phone. They don't want to have a Zoom meeting. They don't want to do that. It's, they are, you know, they are just like, I just want to text you. I want to email you and that's it. Um, there's others that, that aren't that bad, but they just, they don't want to do anything in person. It's just, you know, they just don't want to. Um, and that's fine because it's, it's, it can be overwhelming and, you know, it gives a little bit more space. And I've noticed that, especially with, um, like texting and emails, some people to have the conversation face-to-face, they don't they have a harder time thinking on their feet and making decisions. You know, they're expected to make a decision right away. So if, if we're at a tasting or if we're doing a planning session and you get asked, well, do you want this or this? It can be overwhelming because, oh my gosh, I need to make a decision right now. And I need to think about this. I need to like, you know, I need to decompress and, and really think about it. So doing an email or a text message lets them step back a little bit and, you know, they don't have to answer right away. They can, Mm -hmm. you know, they can think about it. They can discuss it with, and then, you know, you send gentle reminders, you know, Hey, you know, how's, how's the thought process going? Is there anything that I can, you know, clarify or help you with? And then they don't feel like, you know, it's, it's all like, Oh my gosh, I have to make a decision and I can't because this is too much. No, we don't, yes. we don't have to play that game at all. And then, you know, the, and, and then segue into that when they have difficulty in making decisions, you give them less items to decide on. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> if you have a vendor that is giving you like this big long list. Now, some people, um, if the vendor, <laughs> if the vendor is good, did I just say that out loud? Yes, I did. Um, they will recognize and they will ask you, you know, how do you like to work? How do you comprehend stuff? Do you like to think about stuff? Do you want things in small amounts? Do you want a lot of information to just kind of go through when you want to? Um, I have one, um, I've got more than one, but there's, there's a bride that I'm thinking of that girl, she has the list and she just ran with it. Like we get on the phone and we're like, I'm just like, yep, done, done, done. And you have completed your list now and there's nothing to do. And your wedding is okay. So great. (laughs) But there's others that, um, you know, it's, it's, I have to give them 
like three things. Yes. And okay. So we meet once a month. And at this meeting, I want you over the next month to work on these three things. If you're having any trouble with it, let me know, you know, because our job is not to overwhelm. And if, you know, and if you have somebody that doesn't want to communicate with you the way you need to, that can be overwhelming too, because there's either too much communication or not enough communication, which can be overwhelming on either side. Okay. Wow. Now, (laughs) now, (laughs) um, you know, personalize your wedding experience, um, you know, incorporate personal touches that reflect your interests and your personalities. Um, you know, we talked about the heartfelt vows and, and do that during your, your um, first look, you know, some photographs of, of people and, and, you know, play some songs. But I, I, I think, you know, if you make the wedding feel more intimate and meaningful to you, it's not going to be as overwhelming because. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've had couples where they incorporated pictures with their dog all yes. over the place. Yes. And yes, that was, I felt like was home. Oh, I've had, you know, the koozies, you know, yeah. I've had where they've printed their dog, their pets on, you know, yeah. cups. You know, just because that's a warm fuzzy for them. That makes them feel, you know, if they, especially if they can't bring their dog. Yes. And then I I tell you, and then Um, they make your, they name their signature drinks after their pets. Yes. Yes. And that's, you know, and it might sound silly and you might not think about it, but, you know, um, you, you know, when you're at home, you create your space so that it, it's inviting and comfortable for you and it makes you feel safe and secure. Well, the same thing mm-hmm. with wedding, you know, create your wedding space to make you feel secure and 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 happy and, and all that. That's what that experience is about. Um love it. Love it. Love it. So you can also just not have a basic traditional wedding. Oh my gosh. I'm all for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I got a call um, from a couple the other day and they eloped down in Vegas. Mm. And, you know, her family owns a, um, a chain of restaurants and there's a chapel with that chain down in Vegas. So oh that's my gosh. What they did is they just kind of, you know, because it was they they got, you know, basically 10 people and went and, and did that. Um you can do, you know, private ceremonies of, you know, when COVID happened, there was a lot of that. It was just the couple did their their ceremony and then had the party afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's <clears throat> destination weddings to the point and I, and I know we're supposed to be promoting you know Montana and Wyoming and and Colorado and and all these states but you know think outside the box um go to a resort you know you can go up to you know Whitefish or Tetons 
and and make a vacation out of it and you know stop and do a small ceremony but then you know do all the activities so it's it's not a the ceremony then the reception you know the traditional it's let's go out and and do a bunch of activities and have fun and then have a ceremony i don't know on a boat somewhere you've had you've had boat weddings. i know have lots lots of boat weddings absolutely yeah and, they're pretty interesting <laughs> you know or you know we're going to go hiking and you know we've we've love, talked about, we've had love you know, the hiking yeah i know it's it's um gosh there's so many different things. I mean, I, I, it, when it comes to mind, cause I have a couple that um, not only is, is married and has children, but they're, they're actually going to have a wedding and they want it semi-traditional and it's an 11 AM wedding because they said, you know what, we're probably not going to have any dancing and so forth. It's really a celebration that we had gotten married and we are going to have us walk down the aisle and I said, oh, you're going to renew your vows. And so that's what they're doing. Yep. So cool. We had one that it was a birthday party slash wedding. And I may have oh, this before that yeah. they rented an Airbnb and said, you know, told the whole family they were going on vacation for the, um, the father's birthday because it was a significant birthday. And they all went into town. And while they were out shopping and doing all this stuff, we went in and decorated the Airbnb and, and kind of set up the, wow. the big yeah. long table and the ceremony site. And when they came back, they had a surprise wedding for everybody. So, Oh, that's so cool. And it was, I it was that. literally um, the couple, it was an older couple, you know, and if, if they had the um, yours, mine and theirs, and they just had the kids there and that was it. And they did the wedding. So awesome. and it was just, it was, you know, you can do dinner party weddings where, you know, you literally, there is no reception, dancing, cake and all that stuff. It's more of a cocktail dinner. And you just, you know, you just have like hors d'oeuvres and stuff and you get people together and, you know, you socialize and you just kind of, you know, mingle and yeah. you do a little ceremony thing. And I've had people where they've just done it right in the middle of everybody. Yeah. You know, there are no yeah. seats. There are no anything. We're just going to all of a sudden, you know, the officiant walks up and brings yeah. the couple together and everybody's standing around and Amazing. they do it. And then that's it. So there, I know. Is, there is no formal of, okay, everyone take your seats so that we're yeah. staring right, right at you. No. Right. Yeah. I've had, I've had them where they threw a big party and at a location, they came in and they brought their clothes to change into the wedding gowns yeah. and so forth. And then just announced it and said, okay, everybody. And they're all in their shorts and flip flops right. and doing whatever they go. We're going to be right back. We're going to change. And we're getting married here. And everyone goes, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's the coolest ever. Love it. Love it. And that's, and that way, you know, you just, I think that's one of the things about, you know, weddings these days that, and we're going to talk more about that in a future episode, that the traditional wedding is kind of going to the wayside Yep, for a lot of people. So, and then the yeah. most. The most important thing for an introvert to do while planning a wedding 
is self-care. You need to make sure you make yourself a priority. Take time for yourself. Do activities that recharge your soul. Don't hesitate to set boundaries with people when you need to. And remember that your mental and emotional well-being is the most important thing. I know that everybody says that the wedding is the most important. No, it's not. I know. Here I am, a planner, telling you the wedding's not the most important thing. It's your self-being. It's your it's your mindset. It's your it's taking care of yourself because if you're a mess and you're stressed and you are all over the place, you're not going to enjoy the day. It's going to mm-hmm. be, you know, and and why? Why go through all that if you're not going to enjoy it? So you need to do what's best for you. All right, I know. And, and the self-care goes along with our role. If you do have a planner, we can diffuse the pushing and pulling of everyone around you right. because they want your wedding to go a certain way. And, you know, as an introvert, I know that's the most difficult situation, especially when it's wrong. Right. Right. Yeah. Because I I found that it's, it's interesting when you have the dynamic of, you know, either both members of the couple or one member of the couple as an introvert, and then the parents are very extroverted. And I don't understand why you just don't do this. This is how yep. the wedding is supposed to go. This is what you're supposed to do. And as an introvert, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll just do it because I don't want to get into this. Oh my God, that describes my wedding in May. Oh, to a <laughs> T. You know, yeah. and mom has really good taste. And, you know, thank goodness, as an introvert, she was pretty mellow, uh-huh. but she had this beautiful Cinderella dress on. Uh-huh. And she felt really special that day, but she's very quiet. Yeah. And um, and you could tell mom was like not a bully kind of mom. She was just a very elegant, but got the decor she wanted it right. to look like. It was fabulous though. It just yeah. looked like. And that's and cool. that's the thing. There's I think there's there's a there's a line that you have yeah. to, like, that we have to kind of say. Okay, well, what's what will make this fabulous for the couple, and what's taking it too far? That's being more for the mother or the, the parent. Yeah. Cause I always you know. have to pause and go, yeah. okay, for the bride. So what is your thoughts? Right. What would you like to implement? And, like I, to and implement? I have to, and I usually try to get that conversation away from the parents because, and I try to talk to them separately because a lot of times that couple's not going to say what they feel and what they think. I had this wedding oh my gosh, I felt so bad for the couple. They were very, I don't think they said two words during the meeting. Mom talked the whole time. She was like, she said, oh, well, we have to make sure we do this. And she's like speaking for her daughter the whole time. And we can't do this and we have to do this because she doesn't like this and she doesn't like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I, you know, got her to the side and I'm like, so what do you think? And mm-hmm. you know, she was just like, you know what, just let her have it. It's not that important to me, but obviously it's more important to her. So we're just going to let her have her wedding and I'm just going to show up. And to me, that's sad because yeah. 
Yeah. No, it's, it's very sad. But and it's 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 such a delicate situation too for all of us. And um, you know, it happens unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So to all you introverts planning your wedding, um, embrace your introverted nature and make sure that you incorporate some of the things that we talked about into your wedding planning process and your wedding. And you can create a wedding that feels authentic to you, intimate to you and aligned with your needs and what you would like. So. I, yes. My final closing is stick to an intimate wedding guest list. I think so. And there you go. <laughs> right. And, yeah. I mean, I don't, don't, and I know I'm, I can go on and on, but yeah, don't be afraid to not, you know, have the traditional, whatever. I mean, my gosh, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. So. It's cool. We're All excited. Right. So Patricia. Oh gosh. So, <laughs> so listeners. Yes. Listeners. Where can you find us? Gosh, anywhere that you can listen to a podcast, we, but I want to ask everyone a favor, just kind of drop everything, go in and give us either a review, a like, a hey, a comment. You we love I don't care. Yeah. You know, we yeah. just want to know you're out there. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and really, when you think about how long we have been recording, gosh, I can't remember the first day. I can. We've been on, what was it? <laughs> I just want you to know that. What episode this, are we on? This is episode 60. Yee-hoo. I believe. When we get to 100, we're going to celebrate. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But our very first episode was March 30th, 2022. Wow. So. It's still going. Go. Yes. I love it. I love it. All right. Um, always been a pleasure. Always. And so. um, hello <laughs> at mountainweddingtalk.com or yes. um, mountainweddingsolutions.com. And if you don't know what Mountain Wedding Solutions is, go on and, and look it up. Yes. That's your homework for today. Look it up. Um, look up and then we'll, yes. we'll talk more next week. And we're going to talk about um wedding etiquette oh gotta love that yes all right all right it's been been just a charm crazy planners signing off wyoming montana listening to mountain wedding talk your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful rocky mountain wedding with your hosts patricia and erica if you'd like more information please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com Thanks for listening.